0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp.
0: Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man.
1: Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, this kind of feels weird because we've gotten into a routine of either Sunday or Monday, we do our weekly podcast. But no, for episode 50 of the podcast, which ah. is a feedback episode, we are giving you bonus fatness because we are gluttons and we want we can spare it yeah we can (laughs)
2: spare them the extra fatness it's true well give us a follow i'm fat pod on twitter on facebook and on instagram i'm fat pod at gmail.com um i think that covers pretty much everything right we're pretty much i'm fat pod everywhere
1: yeah and uh subscribe rate and review the podcast we've gotten a few extra reviews this past week so thank you thank you thank you for that if you've not done that, it helps us out a lot in terms of ratings and stuff. So, uh, do us that if you can. That'd be much appreciated. And always tell a friend because, like I said, we're gluttons. We want more. Yeah, even if for it is sure. people.
2: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, by the way, before we begin the ask a fat portion of the show, um, I think I've talked to you about my weird, uh, the weird thing that's been happening to me in 2020. Where I'll think about something and then that person dies. Uh, It happened with Little Richard. Uh, It happened with, and I can't remember the wrestler's name, but if some wrestler, I'm like, whatever happened to this guy? And like two days later, he died. Well, this week on the podcast, I mentioned that Junior's hot dogs all over the Chicagoland area are closed. All of them are closed. They've all had a business. And the last remaining junior style hot dog place, Don's in Orland Park, is uh, the last remaining. It's the last place you can go get that hot dog experience. Well... The next day, Don's exploded. I'm not even kidding. Don's Hot Dogs had a gas leak and completely blew the. I, I'm looking at an aerial shot of the building now. It's definitely Don's. The drive thru is intact, which is nice. The ceiling's completely gone. The roof is completely gone. The windows are blown out. There was a gas leak at Don's. They say they plan Same. on rebuilding, which is great. and uh i should have said this first no one was hurt it happened overnight so uh thankfully that's the case um but don's hot dogs now the last place my last beacon for my favorite hot dog experience is going to be closed for probably a while i would think but again most importantly no one was hurt but how like i've just i I think i said on the podcast i'm going to do everything in my power to protect don's hot dogs and a day or two later it literally exploded
1: well, my first thought is I'm happy that no one was hurt. My second thought is Jay, if you could keep my name out of your mouth for a while, that'd be appreciated. <laughs> yes, I won't. I've
2: been talking about Kevin Z-Pack a lot lately, though, which is oh, fine. there we go. That's, yeah, that's perfectly <laughs> fine.
1: But but yeah, it's I saw that and I was like, oh my god, you really you really do have a touch for this.
2: Yeah, great, super, the Grim <laughs> Reaper, the Fat Reaper. <laughs>
1: Oh, one other thing I want to mention before we get into our Ask a Fat questions for this feedback episode, we brought it up last episode. Uh, If you are looking for a new shirt, which let's be honest, most of us are because we wear ours out a little bit too quickly being fat, Mm -hmm. check out our friends at 26 Shirts. They have through August 5th, you can get an awesome looking t-shirt, also awesome quality t-shirt. The quality of t-shirt that the people at 26 shirts put out is really, really good. Uh, A couple, a few years back, they did one for my, for my brother. And I was surprised when I got it, how good the quality of the shirt was. Well, now they're doing one to benefit the greater Chicago food depository. And this was in honor of national hot dog day. So the graphic is a hot dog with sunglasses on and a baseball hat and a baseball bat that has the chicago flag coming off of it it is a great graphic so any fat or normie would be should be proud to have it and the best part about it it comes in well two best things about it one it benefits the greater chicago food depository right. two it comes in plus sizes it goes up to three x so That's perfect for someone like myself awesome
2: yeah, I posted the photo of the shirt on our uh, Facebook or I'm sorry, on our Instagram page. I'm fat pod. Check it out there. Uh, 26 shirts to co- Chicago, always doing great work. They made a shirt after my sister passed uh, that benefited uh, epilepsy research. So they do great things. They find you know people in the area that need help and they help them however they can. And the Chicago Food Depository certainly needs help all the time, but especially now with so many people out of work and hurting financially um great cause great timing and uh, i cannot wait to get my shirt i'm gonna see uh i'm gonna see mike this weekend he's gonna drop it off so i'm very excited about that
1: nice yeah i was texting with him last night that he's i'm probably gonna get mine today so i am very excited about that all right it's a feedback episode Hmm. you have questions we hopefully have answers let's get started the first one is from at mcriblove on twitter <laughs> of course it is <laughs> <laughs> who wants to know he so said asking for a fat transplanted to texas what chicago eateries offer shipping
2: oh well you can do like the
1: portillo's
2: uh the whole the portillo's you can do the whole thing mm-hmm. they'll send you like a freeze dry not freeze dried. what is it like dry ice i guess you'd call it dry ice shipped hot dogs and beef and ribs and like pretty much everything they have at portillo's They'll ship you very, very easy. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the website is called Tastes of Chicago. Let me look this up. As you know, we don't look ahead on the question, so we get um, caught off guard sometimes. Yes, Tastes of Chicago. Lou Malnati's Pizza, I'm looking at here. And again, they're Mm -hmm. not a sponsor, just letting everybody know. Um, They've got Portillo's on there. They've got Garrett's Popcorn on there. So, yeah, go to Tastes, plural, of Chicago.com. I'm seeing Lou's. I'm seeing Portillo's, I'm seeing uh, Garrett's Popcorn, like I said, Eli's Cheesecake, they've got a Vienna Beef Pack, uh, and then there's the Ultimate Pack, which is a Lou's, Portillo's, it's everything. So if you're looking, tastesofchicago.com, and underrated thing at Lou's, and I know, Rick, you're going to maybe ban me from the podcast, Okay. their salad dressing is absolutely awesome.
1: Well, as long as you're oh. not having it on a salad, you're fine. Well, I always
2: feel like when, you know, you get a big group of people together, you're like, I guess we should order a salad so we don't look like complete heathens. And I will have like a basic, (laughs) I'll have a basic salad every now and again, because I love the taste of Italian dressing, like Italian style dressings. So I'll just bury the, (laughs) it'll basically be soup (laughs) with lettuce floating in it. So so at my mom's house,
1: at my mom's house when we do uh, salads, because I always try and go over there at least like once a week, uh, when we do salads because we're all children and well outside of my mom my mom could do like adult type salads that have you know actual lettuce and stuff ours are literally iceberg lettuce yeah croutons Mm -hmm. if we're feeling frisky a little bit of carrot and dressing
2: and bone-in chicken wings (laughs) (laughs) seriously you just sprinkle them on there for flavor you know yeah yeah, that, that, I'm pretty much the same. I like crispy lettuce. I've gotten a little better, though. Like, I'll have spinach in there now, and I, I've, I've evolved a little bit in, in the salad world. But why are we talking about salad on the I Am Fat podcast? All right, got a great question here from Diego. And boy, do I have a story to share. Diego says, have either of you ever h- had an experience with, quote, the chair, a.k.a. the white picnic chair that made the break at the most embarrassing moment? I myself have not only because of the guidance of elder fats who have warned me, love the show much needed these days at a new year's party at hope's aunt's house i was sitting around a table this was in the house it was like a white wooden chair and all of a sudden as if in slow motion i felt myself falling <laughs> <laughs> falling to the side uh-huh. i'm like why am i falling i'm definitely falling here i go i'm on the ground the right back leg of the chair just completely broke off, like you know, probably from and like it definitely had to do with me being fat, but like probably from people like scooching a chair in and out at the party, and mm-hmm. you know, it was like kind of not flimsy, but it was like an IKEA style chair, not 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 built to last, you'd say. But I just, it was literally Rick. It probably took me like eight to nine seconds from I'm falling to like hitting the ground. It was like that slow of a <laughs> like what? Why am I? Why am I like? I was realizing what was happening as it was happening, Mm -hmm. and then of course everyone's like, "Oh, are you okay?" And hopes like, "Did you have a heart attack?" I'm like, "No, I'm fat." The chair broke. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Like, and all you can do there's two things you can do. You can either go hide in shame and go sit in your car until the party's over, or you can laugh about it. And that's what I did. I laughed about it, and uh, it still comes up a lot every time I'm at that party. Can everyone's like, "Oh, careful, Jay." (laughs) I'm like, "Shut up." Yeah. You, always, yes, yeah, was, you always yeah you always
1: know you're in good shape when the fir- when the default thought is did you have a heart attack
2: yeah right <laughs> seriously <laughs> hope's always like uh you know <laughs> she's anytime like i got a headache are you okay i'm like i have a headache i've got a i have got I live with you i have a headache <laughs> you know it's like yeah i the default to what's the worst possible thing that's always yeah. fun to deal yeah, colleen's with colleen's no, the it,
1: opposite she's always just like uh-huh you're
2: you're fine yeah Like, you literally have your heart ripping out of your chest. Um,
1: But she's like, you're fine. Just put some dirt on it. Right. All right. This one from Chris. And this is is awesome. It said his nine-year-old son made himself a s'mores burrito as a movie snack. He basically put all the s'mores fixings inside a tortilla and microwaved it. He proclaimed the I'm Fat podcast would love this. (laughs)
2: Yes. Yes, they would. Wow, that is, that's, that's 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 some next level
1: stuff. Really, cuz like I know we give your daughter Addie plenty of love for like the, her innovations and outside the box thinking, but mm-hmm. I think Chris's son may have uh, set a new bar because that is that's impressive. Now I wonder
2: how the taste of the tortilla with the taste of the sweetness of the graham and the chocolate and marshmallow worked out. If it's it's probably just a vehicle. I'm trying to like imagine I think it would all sort of depend on what kind of tortilla you had. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a plain flour tortilla would be fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's one where a corn... Eh, corn could be a little little iffy there. But yeah, yeah. if it's just like a generic flour tortilla, I, yeah, I think you're probably set. I'm down. I'll try it. Yep. Uh, speaking of
2: Addie's fat uh, hacks, uh, she made mac and cheese this week. And Ad, one thing Addie always does is she starts to make something without checking that we have all the ingredients. <laughs> So, uh, Addie's 10, by the way, for those that don't know, uh, no milk. She's like, that's right. improvise. I used heavy cream. Like, nice. Oh my God. Like really speaking of heart ripping through your chest <laughs> as if like melted cheese on carbs is not enough. You have to make, you have to put heavy cream in there.
1: Right. Was it more like Mac and chowder type thing? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Mac
2: and chunks. <laughs> Guess what? She didn't care.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's awesome that she like had the you know got that their thought process wise too. Oh, she
2: she knows what she's doing. Like she knows how to cook. She knows how to bake. uh We can literally leave her to make a meal or a or a bake a dessert without tending to her. We know she can do it. So at ten, that's a really cool skill to have. And and uh, I am you know, thirty
1: four and I don't have that skill. Right?
2: Why not? You know, it's funny. I was talking about this uh, about something else because I taught her how to change the tail light on my ford i have a ford escape had a crack on it and water was getting in so i ordered a new piece and i'm like addy come outside you're gonna help me do this like you're gonna learn how to do this basic skill that if you didn't learn how to do you'd have to pay someone two hundred dollars to do it i'm like take the screwdriver unscrew it okay now you have to detach the bulbs blah 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 taught her the whole process i'm like there now you have a skill that you'll never need again you'll never have to pay someone to do that for you um same with cooking like just don't be afraid of it if you screw it up you screw it up and you're out whatever the ingredients cost but Mm -hmm. like eh, chances are you're gonna make something edible it might not look pretty or it might be like a little too salty or could use more salt whatever but if you follow a basic recipe it's gonna turn out pretty decent most of the time so just I would say don't be afraid of it and just just go that was one of my quarantine like I'm gonna do stuff during quarantine I'm gonna learn to cook more things incorrect I did not do that (laughs) but I thought about it and that's half the battle
1: right all right this question comes from Schaefer said and I think we might have answered this before but it's probably been a while you're entering into an eating contest what food could you eat a lot of in a Mm. short amount of time and I think the time aspect is important there so this is this is not a you know kenyans running type thing this is a jamaicans <laughs> running type thing if we're really going to be problematic about it
2: uh you are problematic about it not me for the record uh this is very <laughs> very easy to me this is mcdonald's chicken mcnuggets i can eat 20 without blinking mm-hmm. like i can have 20 for the time you know i pull out of the drive through till i get home two miles away that those 20 are gone easy easy peasy no problem uh, I, I, I bet I could down 40 in a sitting without being uncomfortable. That would, I think I honestly, if I was challenged, they said like, how many of these can you eat in an hour? And remember we did this with Connor with Jack's pizzas and you always think you can do more than you can. So I'm acknowledging yes. that. I think I could take down 60 chicken McNuggets in 45 minutes and I might not feel great at the end, but I'm, I'm certain I could do it.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's possible. I think that's very possible. Um, yeah, it's funny when I was thinking, hmm, because for me, Wendy's nuggets would be even just like the, probably the regular ones would be smarter for this type of thing as opposed (laughs) to the spicy (laughs) nugs, because then there are other considerations. Uh, but I didn't end up going with that. Uh, homemade chocolate chip cookies just came to the forefront for me because, so here's a fat fashion for you. (laughs) So yesterday, I met my mom's. Uh, I wanted to watch the first basketball game of the restart with my brothers. So, you know, had dinner there and whatever. And my mom sent home with me a bag with 12 chocolate chip cookies in it. And they're not like huge or anything. They're, they're probably standard, if not maybe. They're probably small. Actually, you know, what? they are smaller than standard. Like this, if we're saying standard is what you get at like jewel that's in the bag yeah then it's it's smaller than those okay so i got a dozen of those that were in the freezer too so they're even they're actually i lied they're in the fridge so they're a little bit cool as well which is like even better and my mom's like yeah you can have these for the next couple days (laughs) (laughs) they didn't make it home of course they didn't (laughs) there were 12 of them and my drive home was only like was it like 20 minutes 25 minutes at most those were gone (laughs) i mean (laughs) and then she she knows how to do everything though so she gave colleen a bag of the uh the peanut butter cookies because she knows i will not touch those so i so of course my bag is gone. Literally before I get home, Colleen's bag will probably be here for a month because that's the way she is with desserts.
2: Well, she's smart to have the peanut butter ones to know that you absolutely will not steal them. Um, by the way, you mentioned the jewel chocolate chip cookies. They come mm-hmm. in like that purple bag. Yeah, dude, those are really good. They are. Those are terrific. I mean, look, there's a- chocolate chip cookies aren't complicated, and I I say that the best chocolate chip cookies. Are- it's the recipe on the back of the Toll House bag. Eddie and I have tried all different, like, oh, look at this fancy one from his cookbook. Nope. The Toll House bag recipe is the best. That Because you got, like, the little bit of the graininess of the sugar, that's needed. You need that in there, and you get it with the Toll House recipe. All right. Next one comes from Kyle. He says, you left your wallet at home. You have a $5 bill and some change in your pocket. It's dinner time, and you haven't eaten all day. Where are you going, and what are you getting?
1: now i assume we're taking grocery stores out of the mix here we're saying like a fast yeah drive-through experience or whatever okay
2: now the first instinctual pick is taco bell right yeah "Ah, i can get a lot of food for not a lot of money however Mm -hmm. most hole-in-the-wall mexican places if you've got five bucks and some change you can go get an actual burrito this is true like I would say, that your average burrito price in the Chicagoland area is probably four ninety nine for I mean, your I basic. I think it might be
1: a hair higher than that. Eh,
2: maybe, but
1: I but I like, think you're you're within reason.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe you got to de- steal some change from the uh, you know take a quarter, leave a quarter bucket uh, to get the transaction complete. But uh, then you ask for an ice water, you know, because you got to make sacrifices because you only got five bucks. But I think you can mm-hmm. go get a pretty solidly full big meal size burrito for very close to five five and a half bucks
1: see the first thing that popped to my mind is two double stacks from wendy's no that'll
2: do it too you can also get 20 nuggets for five bucks
1: yeah that's enough yeah that's that's probably your your metal stand there Mm -hmm. that's pretty good yeah
2: i i think oh by the way i just saw um a commercial bk Mm -hmm. two whoppers for five bucks really that's a great, like,
1: Whoppers are usually five bucks on their own, right? Um. Like, BK is not cheap. No, no. The only thing that's cheap from there is their nuggets, the and nuggets, they're, like, yeah. they're so cheap that it you'll give it the side eye a bit. It's like, like okay. A, well, it's an air pocket. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's a chicken nugget? <laughs> it's like
2: breaded <laughs> chicken fibers. Yeah.
1: right. if you took the
2: skin off a nugget. You could like see through it, like oh look, there's like it's like lacy. The meat's like lacy.
1: Just don't think about it too much. And shut up. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> just eat it. If it's yeah. like it used to be ten for a dollar, now I think it's like eight for a dollar. Either <laughs> way, just eat whatever you're given. Whatever's in the whatever's in the bag, you just kind of go for it. You don't say anything. You get some fry. I I still I know I've said this before. I truly think their fries are, are a little bit underrated. I'm not saying they're great, but I think their fries get kind of a bad rap. They're fine
2: they're not great, but they're fine. you know I'm not like I'm not gonna like the ones I truly like kind of dislike mm-hmm. are um the uh Wendy's, Wendy's? I think yeah. Wendy's are actually like kind of bad. I agree but I, I, that's like, that, like it's like the know...
1: only item from Wendy's that I'm that I just refuse to touch.
2: And, I mean, if I had to, I mean, I wouldn't die.
1: True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If push came to shove, okay, I'll eat fries.
2: Yeah. All right. Hey, let's tell our listeners about our friends at Dr. Squatch uh, Soap Company. Our listeners, I I say this every time I do the read, but I got the monthly numbers for the uh, Squatch sales. Mm -hmm. Just thank you to our listeners. Really, we are blown away by how much you've jumped on. Uh, and jumped in to Squatch Nation. Uh, if you don't know what Dr. Squatch is, it is a natural made in the USA soap and hair care company. Drsquatch.com. Use the promo code I'm fat to save on your order and to help the podcast. But some big news today, this day, Dr. Squatch has revealed their new line of toothpaste. What? Yes, sir. I legit it didn't just know this out. yet. I know. It just came out uh the all new men's toothpaste came out today on drsquatch.com it's got the uh morning citrus mint and the evening soothing spearmint so there's two different toothpaste. you can subscribe just like you can to the soap or the hair care products so go to drsquatch.com take that Squatch quiz on the top right of the screen that'll help you find the soaps you need i've talked about it before my skin was dry and literally bleeding, and I changed to Dr. Squatch, and it has literally changed the health of my skin and hair. Um, get that soap saver to protect your investment. It's going to make all your soaps last longer. But check out the toothpaste. I cannot add this to my next monthly order of Dr. Squatch. I love, like, I guess you'd call it craft toothpaste. Okay. <laughs> That's what Dr. Squatch has here. I get, did it for a while with that. Uh, they don't advertise, so I'm not going to say it. But that mail order toothpaste, toothbrush company. Okay, and her toothpaste was great, but they sent you like a shot glass of it. I'm like, okay, well, this is great for a week. Doctor Squatch gives you big full tubes morning and night. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm fat.
1: I'm excited right, about it,
2: this. Yes, me too. I'm I'm going to order like as soon as the show's over. Um, is it my turn? It's my turn, right?
1: Uh, I think it's my yeah. Because we well no, because we did your five dollar thing. Oh yeah. Go for so on. okay. So this one's from Donald. What is your opinion on the alternatives for burger buns, like grilled cheese or donuts?
2: I mean, <laughs> I I'm not mad about it. Right. <laughs> like, we told you about Fry the Coop has the uh, donut hot chicken sandwich.
1: Yeah, I still haven't a, done that yet.
2: Yeah. Well, you should. It's a glazed donut uh, between, or you know, hot chicken between a glazed donut. Uh, it's a lot. And if you're in the mood for a lot, you can do it. I know. Didn't Spiegel talk about having a Krispy Kreme donut burger? Yes. I think it was a Diamondbacks game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've seen these things. The grilled cheese patties—that seems like a lot too. But like, doesn't a a Big Mac has a bun right in the middle of it? So it's not like the most wild thing in the world. I would like to try like a grilled cheese burger. I think that would be really good. I've not done it yet um, because I want to live past forty-five. Hopefully. But I think, you know, maybe if I take it easy for a week and then just have that to celebrate, uh, I I would be down with any of those sort of things. I I I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah. To me, the grilled cheese one appeals to me a little more than the donut. I'm a little iffy on my mixing my sweet and savory sometimes, especially with something like that, because then it also gets into the it's making your hands messy which is something I know we generally both try to avoid if we can, mm-hmm. but I'm obviously willing to give it a try. And I'm sure I will at some point, but if I had to, especially if I had to choose between those two, I would want to try the grilled cheese burger. So yeah, just yeah. like two grilled cheeses with the burger in the middle. I would want to try that first, or I would choose to try that first. That one's more intriguing to me, well, but I'm willing to try. I'm not a bun loyalist. so to speak for you yeah
2: all right i'm going to jump ahead a little bit here because we have a comment from bobby who uh talks about a sandwich like that he said i once had a meal that consisted of a burger that included stick with me here two beef patties bacon a fried egg and tomatoes in place of the bun was two grilled cheese sandwiches i'm not saying a piece of bread on either side with cheese like a sourdough melt one grilled cheese on top one grilled cheese on the bottom with that was a side of fries and a follow-up trip to dq for an oreo blizzard there you go. That's what we're talking about. And I know That's Rick, you're not big on the fried egg on the burger. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, I love an egg on a burger. So here's this question. Uh, the meal was glorious, yet one of the most uncomfortable feelings of my life. What is the most glutinous meal you've ever had?
1: I guess we're going to have to say what constitutes a meal. Like what time frame? Because if it's like you start eating, but then you just don't exactly st- stop right is it like one is it one sitting
2: yeah i would think one sitting would have to be how you would define it
1: okay um mine would probably be when i was in college and i'm pretty sure i was sober for at least most of this meal uh i got my double decker pizza when i left my shift to papa john's and i also brought home they had the, um, I think I've mentioned them too. It was like the size of a personal pan pizza. It's like six inches around or so, but it was like an apple cinnamon pie type thing that had icing on the top of it. So I had the full double decker pizza. Oh, I had the apple thing. And then I went downstairs and like, cause this was an eight eight person house so there was generally always someone always had people over whether you mm-hmm. knew about it or not so i go downstairs and i'm borderline waddling at this point and then everybody downstairs <laughs> is like well hey we've got burgers you know someone took the had the grill out in our driveway and was like hey we got burgers working so it was people i hadn't seen for a while so i wanted to be part of it oh yeah you don't want to be antisocial, right So that was my logic for then eating a burger and also having a full plate of chips. So I had essentially a pizza and a half or a pizza and two thirds, this thing, the apple thing, a burger, it might have been two, but I don't want to say that without knowing for sure, and a full thing of chips.
2: Okay, that's really, really good. Um, I always default to my two chipotle burritos in one sitting when i was sad uh (laughs) right after college um but i think the most shame i've ever felt and the most full i've ever been now this technically might not count but it it was within the course of an hour we were leaving california my wife and i were on a trip to california and i'm like i've bet this is my first time here i've never had in and out burger and we're about to leave so cool. We go to In and Out Burger. I get like two burgers, large fry, giant soda, whatever. I did it again. I said soda, not pop. Uh, giant pop. Slam it. Good. I'm full, feeling good. Like, all right, ready to go, ready to head to the airport. We drive out, get a couple blocks, and there's a Wiener Schnitzel, which is a famous, another famous like California. I'm sure it's other places too, but I, I know it is a California place. I'm like, you know, I don't know when we're going to be back here. And I really wanted to try that too. So went there and did like a normal order there too. I don't even remember nice. what I got, but dude, all that. So two full fast food meals, like you know, entree, side, big drink, within the course of probably forty five minutes to an hour. Then got on a plane.
1: Yeah, that's problematic. <sighs> Were it was you the rough. guy that blew up the that blew up the plane?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't, don't do it. Oh, plane exploded. Um, (laughs) No, I I just, and the thing is, I was so full that I don't even really recall the meal from Wiener Schnitzel. I don't remember what I ate. I don't remember if it was good or not. I was just like, I'm eating it. Uh, (laughs) Just, I didn't even have a, I just felt awful. It was, it was way, way, way too much.
1: Okay. I love this question from Michael. As a fellow fat that does service work and drives around Northern Illinois, I tend to see a lot of fellow fats driving small cars and looking like Bowser (laughs) and Mario Kart. (laughs) Now, mind you, my reference would be Mr. Incredible at the beginning of the movie, but that that works very well. What could be considered the Fatmobile and what's the perfect car for fellow fats? Hmm.
2: Now, when I think of fat people on vehicles, it's the two fat twins riding the motorcycles. Yes. Um, the rascal scooter has to be considered. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> is true. It's almost <laughs> always fat people riding them. And I know people have medical needs, but it is what it is. Right. Um, I think, you know, see, that it can't be anything too low because the hard part for a fat person is not always climbing up. Usually SUVs and trucks. They've got a step, they've got a handle that to assist you in getting up into the car. right. The problem I have is like if I have a rental car and it's like a Toyota Camry, then I'm basically just falling into the car hoping I don't get hurt.
1: Well, or so this was something that happened with me. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Uh, when I was delivering for Papa John's, I was driving an olds oh God an olds Achiva. So this thing was pretty damn low to the ground. And it was just the getting in and out of the car that many times. Mm -hmm. ripped the pants. I ripped the pants on my last delivery of the night. And then your customers are unhappy because they saw your balls. No, I made sure to hold. I held the bag like (laughs) kind of obnoxiously low. So it was like kind of on my hip instead of, you know, like up at a normal angle.
2: Okay, so you're rubbing your junk on their food instead.
1: More or less. I mean, to be (laughs) fair, my junk was on the warming bag, which was also kind of problematic but uh, but, yeah, so then i I somehow got out of there with either them not noticing or not caring, and got back, and that was my last delivery of the night, and the manager just laughed at me and told me to go home
2: yeah so well, but
1: but, so, like that's another issue with like with cars, so yeah, it, it has to be it has to be an s u v or van of some kind,
2: right, yeah, I think, or a Sherman tank, but the problem with that is, <laughs> can we fit in the hatch in the top of a tank? Uh, can are we, we like
1: just... <laughs> are we like can we like weld our own of just like cut open a bigger
2: spot? We need a special order tank to get fat soldiers in them. Right, it's like how they had to change the seats at baseball stadiums because Americans are getting fatter. They had to change the hatch on the Sherman tank. Uh, yeah, I, I will always be an SUV guy. I suppose I could do like a crossover, mm-hmm. like a uh, like the um what the hell I've always wanted one of these Subaru Outbacks. Yeah. I've always liked those cars. Nope. Um, that's probably as low as I'll go in terms of uh, ground clearance. All right, I got a question here from JP. He says, what's your opinion on frozen yogurt versus ice cream? I side with ice cream. My wife considers frozen yogurt as the proper choice. Yeah, uh, JP, your wife is wrong. Right.
1: I mean. You should tell that to her face in, in so many words and see how that goes for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, frozen yogurt is made better by the fact that they give you as much unhealthy crap as you want to load it into the yogurt and make it palatable sure i'll go to get some frozen yogurt now and again maybe once twice a year ice cream let's go all the time i I mean that it is so so much better than for no one can honestly say it's your last dessert right you don't have to worry about health you don't have to worry about carbs or sugar any of those things it's the last thing you're going to eat before you die no one is honestly choosing frozen yogurt no one
1: 100 agreement i mean frozen yogurt is fine frozen yogurt is for people that are trying to eat healthy to tell their brain well this is close i mean this is almost ice cream it's almost as good all right whatever
2: yeah yeah it's 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 there's no contest you know there's no contest by the way speaking of ice cream yesterday uh been a tough week around here nothing bad but you know i have a 10 year old things are emotional so we ran out to uh to city just to do something just to change the scenery a little bit we went to jenny's ice cream which is i mean probably the highest quality ice cream you can get it's expensive i acknowledge that i won't buy a pint at the store just out of out of principle i'm not paying ten dollars for a pint of ice cream but i had the gooey butter cake ice cream from jenny's there's no bad words there i can't I literally, my brain cannot fathom ice cream tasting better than that. I can't imagine like what could be done to improve this. Literally nothing. It is the best, most decadent ice cream I've ever had. The gooey butter cake at Jenny's. There's one right outside Wrigley and Gallagher way. We went to the one in Wicker Park, which Wicker Park, my God, how many insufferable human beings can you be around (laughs) at one
1: time? It's like, good Lord.
2: I I realize like, oh, I'm an old guy now. Cause I was like, look at that, look at that kid, look at that person. Oh my god! Like, I, and, and we were we were driving down the street. I go, those aren't adults. Those three girls right there don't like have an apartment and like live here, right? And Hope's like, yeah, no, those are like twenty one year old kids. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> they look like they were fifteen. <laughs> I'm like, how old am I? What is going on? It was more me dealing with my age than yeah. anything. Just like dealing with the reality of how old of a bastard i am but oh, uh, being in wicker park was tough yesterday and just driving in the city just made, I, there was we went we left home at noon yesterday mm-hmm. and like uh, it was traffic like rush hour everywhere we went all day what where are you going where's everybody
1: going at one o'clock on a thursday
2: asses so anyway was, so
1: is traffic pretty much back to normal in the city i i don't know because i don't you know, I
2: don't commute like in the had morning, to but like yesterday was insane. I couldn't believe what was happening out there. It was like I've never seen traffic like that before. Aside from like coming home from work when I worked, you know, uh, afternoon shows, like your typical rush hour traffic. There was mm-hmm. traffic throughout the city the whole time. It was ridiculous. What's it doing?
0: bose is a registered trademark of the bose corporation color combinations include interior and exterior colors customization is an available feature subject to availability
1: at participating nissan dealer see dealer for details welcome back to the feedback episode no wasting time right back to the questions mm-hmm. this is from sean the nba is having a lemon pepper wing crisis lou williams <laughs> Rashawn holmes <laughs> lou williams and Rashawn holmes broke quarantine to get lemon pepper wings what flavor of wings would you be willing to do that for? And what are your thoughts on lemon pepper wings? I have seen lemon pepper wings. They're
2: advertised heavily at Wingstop, um, but I've never tried them. I'm not really opposed to it, but I just I can't like I guess I eat lemon chicken at like Italian restaurants. It's not the weirdest thing in the world. I'll try it next time I get Wingstop. I'm going to get like five of those on the side and see how they go. But to answer your question, the Cajun wings at wingstop are insane they're awesome um i i have really started to enjoy wingstop um cuz you're getting they've got these um bundles now where it's like 30 boneless wings a side and like it's like 30 bucks like you're eating oh. so cheap there and it's good it's filling uh i really like their their varieties we usually do the regular hot the cajun and then we get hawaiian um and you can like divide them up however you want Like, you can do five of one, eight of another. Like, you can manipulate it however you want it to be, which is nice. Um, But to me, recently, those are the wings that, to me, like, I can't really get it anywhere else. So I get it there. I also really like the B-Dubs Desert Heat. That's the dry rub. Mm -hmm. It's not the sauce. It's the dry rub. That Desert Heat uh, B-Dubs wing is really good, too. Because, again, it's something I can't really find anywhere. Basically, anywhere you get wings, like the mild, the hot, are going to be relatively similar to each other like it's the same general idea but the cajun at Wingstop stop and the uh desert heat
1: at b-dubs are really really good so the first thing that popped to my mind is the honey barbecue from b-dubs now if you want to take it next level and this is not an actual thing but normally when i order i get half honey barbecue half chipotle barbecue rub if okay. you combine the two oh, 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 mm. that is a thing so if i if i'm allowed to go with my concoction that i use sometimes of so what i'll do is like since we've been if we've been getting b dubs we get it you know to go and we bring it back here i'll put the dry rub ones on a plate first so that way the remaining uh rub i can kind of sprinkle over the honey barbecue wings okay that's that's the ticket now one complaint i do have when getting wings to go b-dubs never ever ever gives you enough of the dry rub Hmm, that's interesting i i don't know why I'm i'm, I'm assuming it's not a conscious decision or anything but it's It's just interesting because if you get them in the restaurant, they're generally fine. They might be a little light sometimes, but I'm also one that leans towards be more aggressive on how much you put on there. So maybe that's just a me thing. But yeah, if you get some extra uh, dry rub, the Chipotle barbecue rub, and put that on top of your B-dubs honey barbecue sauce, that's the ticket. Okay. My my runner up, uh, just to get a different place involved, is the caribbean jerk from bulldog ale house which is like a more western burb uh chain and there's one downtown too there's one on state street oh that's right there is one yep. yeah So i
2: watched the hawks flyers opening game this year oh, okay 27 years ago
1: yeah who are you telling god but yeah so they that caribbean jerk is really really solid like the balance of the heat to the like pineapple e type thing yeah like getting getting a little bit yeah, getting both of good. your citrus and your heat in there was quality so that would now be I wonder, my runner-up
2: now i wonder if that's kind of where the lemon pepper comes from too the citrus and the heat i'm gonna try it i'm interested i'm down uh by the way i think i've told you this before you have your weird food quirks i have mine mm-hmm. not big on barbecue wings really i'll eat barbecue chicken but if I'm getting wings, I want the wing experience. OK, is that like, I don't know. It's like I, I almost never veer from some sort of Buffalo base, if that makes sense. No,
1: I get it. I I, th- I don't know that you're necessarily in the majority, but I totally no. get that.
2: Oh, no, I'm not. I know I'm not for sure. Um. All right. Next question here comes from Tom. He says, when you guys go to Popeye's, what do you use the Cajun sparkle packet on? I use it on the red beans and rice. Rick, do you use the Cajun Sparkle package?
1: I do not, because uh, I've normally only gotten
2: it once. They not, they don't usually give it to you. No, you have to ask. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, but because the f- what I always get, as I've said before, is the uh, I get a strip meal. It's like five strips. It's with the number seven. So whatever the number seven, it's like five strips. Yeah. And I just dip it in the barbecue sauce. I get them hot. So they already got that. Dip them in the barbecue sauce and I'm and I'm golden. And then I get the fries and the fries are seasoned very well. So I don't have to worry about that. And then it's the biscuit. So I don't know that I have a whole lot of use for it, but I will definitely get it just to try it out, see how much it enhances my experience.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Wow. I got it once like it was in the bag. I'm like, oh, what is this? Let me try. And I didn't really know what to do with it. I sprinkled a little bit on my buttered biscuit, and that was tasty. And then, like whatever fell in the plate, I kind of just like mashed the chicken on, so it would be on the bite of chicken. Mm-hmm. It was good, but I, I never think to ask for it. I mean, next time, I, next couple times I go, I got to make sure to make a point of asking for the Cajun sparkle because it's something that is not just like a default in your bag, like the hot sauce is or whatever. Um, they just you know you you have to ask for it. So I got I have to remember next
1: time to ask. Doesn't, isn't Cajun Sparkle also, it's got to be the name of a stripper somewhere, right? I think it's Sparkle Cajun. Is oh, actually okay. Her name. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, dare I yeah. mix that up?
2: Yeah, Sparkle's the first name. Come on. Yeah.
1: Okay. This question comes from Brett. On a previous podcast, Jay said Raising Canes was not in his top five chicken fingers. What are your guys' top five or just favorite chicken finger locations? Okay.
2: Um, I'm not going to rank them because that's hard. Mm -hmm. I have to. And this has been a problem with Buffalo Wild Wings. And hopefully the people at Buffalo Wild Wings are listening. Consistency has become an issue. One day I'll go there and the tenders will be big and crispy and very meaty. The other times I'll go there, they'll be soggy and damp and not great. Um, When I have a full achievement B-dubs chicken tender, it's really, really good. That's one of my favorites. Also, Big fan of the chicken crispers at Chili's. Not a yeah. big Chili's guy, but every time I go to Chili's, chicken crispers are definitely getting eaten. Miller's Ale House has the Rick. You said it last week. Um, the Zingers. The f- Zingers. Yes, they call them Zingers. They're like coated uh chicken tenders. A little bit of a dark horse here. Giordano's has really solid chicken fingers. Really? And, yes, really, really good. And another surprise. Portillo's has damn good chicken fingers. Went there with a child, not just me and a kid, you know, but I was with a, like a it was like a couple families went out to eat and their daughter ordered chicken fingers. I'm like, oh. and you stole them. I stole one. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, Let me try this. And uh, it was one of the better chicken fingers I've ever had. And I know I've already given five, but you got to shout out Culver's. Yep. As far as consistency goes, I wish there were options for more. I think they do two or four and those are your options. Right. I wish it was five or maybe six, but as far as quality goes, Culver's chicken tenders
1: are awesome. Yes. Okay. So we got some overlap here. Miller's I thought of. Culver's I thought of. uh, Fry the Coop, obviously.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. You
1: ass. Well, I was saying it's weird. My brain separates tender and like hot
2: chicken from tenders oh okay like so that's in my brain fry the coop is hot is hot chicken but of course you can get it without the hot chicken sauce fry the coop is the king of chicken tenders yes yes
1: sorry uh popeyes has to be on there and i'll throw on again bulldog ale house not only are they really good and large tenders but they have a great special too it's like thursdays you can get their tenders which are significant size tender for like less than a dollar a pop they're like it's like averages out to like 80 some cents i think per tender which is a great deal for those
2: yeah that's a really good deal
1: so so that's a place that i always recommend people go because they also they have their they make their own beer and the beer is actually pretty solid and they always have good specials on the beer too so that's a place that if people have not gone to uh when you feel comfortable to go out go to bulldog ale house as well so yeah
2: all right i like that speaking of uh i want to shout this out because i keep meaning to bring it up and i always forget um i went to peppy's this week i had dinner on my own so I, that's usually where i go i went to the one in Matson. Mm-hmm. uh really nice job with outdoor seating and service and it's uh, super clean in there and they're doing a really good job have you ever had peppy's chili con
1: queso God, i think i had it when we had a, a peppy's by us but that was like high school i don't remember it
2: it's basically a salsa melted cheese concoction and when i say salsa it's 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 not like a chunky salsa it's like a red tomatoey um almost like a creamy stock Hmm. and then in that they melt tons of cheese and you just eat it with chips as far as like weird menu items go that's one of the best chili con queso with Pepe's. If you've not had it, get it. It's literally just like a red tomato salsa served hot with a ton of melted cheese in it. And you eat it with chips or tortillas, whichever you prefer. And it's delicious. All right. Next up, Aaron asks, what is your go to stress snack? Package were created in less than five minutes. Uh, mine is real simple. I just grab a bag of chips when I'm feeling stressed out. I grab a bag of chips and I bought this week, Rick, the Jay's hot stuff. Potato chips oh yeah I've not had those in forever. they're awesome. those are so good. I think I went through the bag in two sittings and Jay's chips are usually cheaper and they have a good name. They used to
1: not have a good name right. <laughs> now they have a good name uh, I'm trying to think do I have a one default? I definitely if there are fruit snacks available, I can eat fruit snacks all day. So oh, yeah. that's definitely one of them. If not that, you know you know this from from working next to me for so long. Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> totally Skittles. 100%. The, and by the way, I try I know you recommended them. I tried the yogurt ones. Yeah. Uh pretty good. I wouldn't say I still prefer regular. But the yogurt ones give you a little bit of different feel to where, like, every once in a while I could see myself wanting those.
2: Yeah, it's not something that I would get often, um, but I got it, and and I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. That was better than I expected. Mm -hmm. It kind of tasted like um, after you have uh, cereal, like fruity cereal, like Froot Loops or Apple Jacks or whatever, it, it it tastes like the milk water a little bit. Like, that's sort of a sweet and creamy kind of a combo um I, I liked them a lot but it's not going to become a go-to for me i actually haven't seen them since i first bought them i, I don't think i've seen them anywhere um yeah, i know so, I, see, I
1: see them at 7-eleven
2: okay I, I when i go in there it's to stock up on gatorade
1: yeah <laughs> Well yeah it's like three for four on the big gatorades right now Oh, i know so, so it's like how do you not
2: they see me in there and they're like over there i'm like all right i'm going i'm going, I'm going i'll go get it <laughs> they know i'm there i know i'm a loser um all right, I got two more. Okay, uh, one here from Seth. He says, "What's your what are your rules for eating corn on the cob? How you apply butter, toppings? How to eat and use of co- and use cob holders? My family just designates a whole stick of butter and uses it directly on the corn and add a little salt. We are split between eating it across and around, but all agree on absolutely no cob holders. I'm not anti-cob holder. Um, I don't really need them. I don't I don't own any, but my parents always did. So when mm-hmm. we have corn at their house." We would use the cob holders, but I like the idea. And um, I've been to parties where they do this, and I've since adapted it. They just put literally a little butter tray, and then a stick of butter, and it's a communal butter roll. So you just take your cob, roll it on the top of the butter. You get your whole th- your whole cob is buttery. Sprinkle it with salt. And here's a pro tip: Trader Joe's is selling a lotte seasoning. Mm-hmm. I've been putting that on my popcorn at night. But sprinkle that on your corn cob with the uh, butter, and it's delicious. And here's another thing I do. This is When we have corn, this is usually what I do. I go buy fresh corn, shuck it. I put it in foil with olive oil and salt, and I just grill it. I grill it for a long time to the point where you can hear the oil sizzling in the uh, foil. I then you just take it out and eat it that way. Now that I have found this elote seasoning, I'm going to be adding that to my little grill recipe it turns out great really just make your grill as hot as you can get it um and then just throw those wrapped cobs on there make sure the oil doesn't drip though because then you're gonna have yourself a fire (laughs) and that's not great but uh yeah that's it i mean butter salt and this elote seasoning is how i do corn in the cob
1: that the butter thing of just like having the one designated to roll on is such a good idea i have never seen it in practice and i wish i had because like that's the part that sucks about corn on the cob. Yeah. Is is having to apply the butter. Like that's yeah, that that that's such a good idea. I'm I'm pro uh holders. I like I don't know. Like I said, I just like keeping my hands clean if I can. It's a weird thing to be I'm I'm probably more anal retentive about it than than most, but I'm pro cob holder. They never get in the way of actually eating the eating the corn in and of itself so why not i don't see the purpose in 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 being actively anti uh cob holder but yeah like corn on the cob I, i feel like i'm lower than most on it because it's because it's a lot of work yeah possibly because of having never had the whole uh the whole you know dedicated stick of butter which is such a good idea maybe i'd have a different opinion then and also i don't know i think i eat i've been told i eat corn like a serial killer and the (laughs) fact that i for some reason i never get every kernel there's always like one here one there and it's just like all over the place and people are like there's no uniformity what the hell are you doing you don't eat like a typewriter no well i mean i eat across, but apparently i miss Mm. every time i go across you know where you won't miss? When you use Uh-oh. Manscaped.
2: <laughs> you don't want to miss.
1: <laughs> don't want to miss. Absolutely not. They have the lawnmower 3.0, which is absolutely fantastic because, you know, when you're grooming down there, you don't want to miss whether it's a certain area you don't get. That's why they have the LED light built into the lawnmower 3.0 so that if you're in an area that doesn't have the best lighting, you're taken care of. It's also got the advanced skin safe technology so that you don't miss and hurt yourself and the quiet stroke technology, which is awesome for keeping the noise down while you're taking care of yourself. And if you use the promo code, I'm fat at manscape.com, you can get 20% off and free shipping on your lawnmower 3.0 or your perfect package, which also includes the crop preserver, which is a deodorant for down there. Crop Revival, which is just a quick spray if you're on the run. The Crop Cleanser is their hair and body wash. The Anti-Chafing Boxers. Now, the ones they sent us, shockingly, didn't fit me. Gave them to one of my brothers, and he loves them. (laughs) Then there's the Shed, which is the nice, stylish-looking travel bag, which keeps everything in it. Very good value, and it makes your life so much easier in that area. So go to Manscaped.com, 20% 20% off and free shipping when you use promo code I'm fat
2: let me let me say this about manscaped and, and of all testimonials I think this will be the best it's just good to see it again okay
1: <laughs> my last
2: question here comes from you can from Mike. see
1: the tree through the forest
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can finally he says hey guys this time of year I love to make BLTs And I I need a quick meal idea. What are your thoughts? Fat approved? I know that you guys have an aversion to mayo and lettuce on sandwiches, but, you know, bacon. I guess Jay will be branding the I'm Fat podcast bacon shortly once he masters that Weber Smoky Mountain. Have a good week. I'm not anti-BLT at all. I don't do mayo, um, but I like a BLT. Now, my aversion to lettuce is hot shredded lettuce on a burger. Red Robin,
1: we're looking at you. Literally adds nothing
2: nothing the idea if you're going to have lettuce on a burger the the idea is for a change of temperature or a change of texture adding limp wet gross slimy lettuce to a burger does nothing it adds nothing so i'll have a nice crisp piece of iceberg on a burger i like that Mm -hmm. i'll have a i'll have a blt all day anytime i get a sub there's lettuce on it but just don't give me your hot, gross lettuce. That, and my wife is the same way, which is great. Like that's why when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I don't get lettuce in my burrito, because it just gets soggy and wet, and it absorbs the juices of the meat, not in a good way. But otherwise, hell yeah, I'm down with a BLT. Yeah, you know me. Oh my god, please, <laughs> please oh. cut that out of the podcast. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> You the second you started, the, you could hear the brakes.
2: It was bad on purpose. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but I, the other Speaking day, I didn't of t- being in
1: your forties. Oh my god! You are D- that w- I made that
2: joke because <laughs> I knew it was lame. The other day, I did a little uh, like a air quotes hype video for the Madhouse podcast, and I said I, at the end of it, I said, "Let's get it." And, I'm, and I was like, like, did I say let's get it on the video? So I literally posted an apology in the comments like, I'm sorry I said let's get it. I never said that, but I heard someone say it, and it sounded good once. And when I say it, it sounds stupid, so I promise I'll never say it again.
1: That's amazing. Oh, my God. That just made my day. Uh, BLT-wise, uh, I am <laughs> I'm not big on the tea portion. I'm with you, your lettuce rant. I'm 100% in agreement with you. Uh I don't know. Just like a slice of tomato doesn't do it for me. I think slowly but surely I'm working my way towards that, but not right now. So I'm I'm not the biggest BLT guy at at this point. I don't know. It's okay. I mean,
2: look, you like other stuff. (laughs) You have have plenty of other options. This is true. All right. Last
1: question. All right.
2: And see, listen, it pays to listen to the whole episode. Some people bail out like 20, 30 minutes in. When we start to get slappy is when things start to get out of control.
1: That's true. And like for me, it's already my second podcast of the day I've done. So I'm like extra, extra done. I am toast at this point and it's not even noon yet. All right. This is from Tim. He said, every time I get Mexican, I get two burritos. Is this a regular for fats? One just doesn't do it for me. And he also adds that El Gallo is the best and keep that, they keep that gourmet Mexican food away from me.
2: Uh, I can't do two every time, I. No. That's too much for me. Um, but a burrito with like a full order of chips and salsa, which is probably like the same in terms of calories, I can do. Um, but I did that two burritos once, and I have that mental block of only do that when you're really really sad and partially drunk. Um, so no, I've not done two. By the way, El Gallo. If we're talking about the same El Gallo, which I'm sure we are, 111th, just west of Cicero. That was like my first burrito place. I grew up in Oakland. Me and my first long-term girlfriend used to go to El Gallo like three times a week. And it's like they're open all day. Somehow the same staff is in there all the time. And I went in there. I probably hadn't been there in like eight or nine years just because of proximity. Walked in there because I was driving by on on a whim and had a taste. Same ladies. Same cooks. Nothing changes in that place. It's like a time warp. And there's this one waitress who's... I mean, now she's got to be in her sixties, but she's beautiful. And when you walk in, she's like, "Hello, honey," "Hello, honey" to every guy that walks in. And I'll never forget, like as a teenager <laughs>
1: going there <out laughs> at the time when she
2: was like in her thirties or forties. It was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. And this, but the sweetest people and the best food. El Gallo Tapatio is that
1: one. I have done the two burrito thing more than once. Okay, so it's funny. I did that a couple times when I was in college. And then I hadn't done it until we mentioned it on the podcast. And then one—it's been a couple times when I've been just really, really hungry. Like if I'm eating a late, late lunch and I didn't have breakfast, so I've got all that hunger built up. And I've done it a couple times since then. Not often, more often than not, I'm like you. I will get the burrito and then chips and salsa or chips and queso based on where I'm going, but. Yeah, I've done it. I'm not exactly that proud of it, but it's happened before. Hey, that's what women f- say when they talk to me or talk about me. Part of
2: being a fat guy is having those moments of shame. And look, everybody has their vice. Me and Rick, our vice is food. Some people are like, oh, I smoked a, polka, a pack and a half instead of, uh, you know, one pack or half a pack or whatever. Everyone's got their thing. Don't beat your up t- Don't beat yourself up too much over it. You know, just try not to make it a an, a, a very frequent thing, and you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, man, this was a fun episode. We'll be back again on Monday with a new I'm Fat podcast. But thanks for all the great questions as they come in. You know, we still take them on every episode, but it's impossible to get to all of them. So we do save some of the better ones to get to on these feedback shows.
1: So uh, yeah, basically, just thanks for listening. Absolutely, and the fact that it's, this is episode fifty I know. is kind of crazy. I mean, we, you know, like we started out kind of doing these infrequently because we weren't sure how real this was going to be, but you know, the fact that we've gotten more regular about doing the podcast, uh, has been awesome. So thank you to everybody who's been with us from the beginning, joined along the way, just getting into it now. It's cool to see how this podcast has grown literally and figuratively. So Mm. I'm excited for what's coming up next we don't know exactly what that is but you know we've got some ideas we always do and we look forward to you being a part of that so reminder subscribe rate and review if you have not already follow us on social media on twitter and face and on twitter and instagram it's at i'm fat pod facebook.com slash i'm fat pod and shoot the emails over i'm fat pod at gmail.com check out dr squatch and manscaped 4j i'm rick this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.
0: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The hour and of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State
1: Law. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your
0: money.